Welcome to Shine KC. I'm your host, Tina Johnson. The other day, I finally was winding down after work. I had two weeks worth of going out of state. We opened another shop out of state. I was developing an app. I stayed up three days trying to finish that up. I just needed something to do that was mind-numbing. So I found one of those silly Facebook quizzes that, you know, just give you a giggle. So anyway, the one that I picked, and you'll find this hilarious, it's, are you a narcissist? I was like, you know, these quizzes are so goofy. How would they even know if you're a narcissist or not? How can they even tell? Anyway, it instructed you to pick three colors of these tulips. And so I did. Sometimes these tests are eerily accurate. I don't know about you, but okay. So my test response was, Tina, you are stubbornly independent, but not a narcissist. Well, okay. (laughs) The first part is probably true. Yes, I am stubbornly independent. That's for sure. But I am not a narcissist. It went on to read in part something like, you can't win her with your words, only actions. Well, strangely, gifts are my love language. I thought long and hard about the answer to this quiz because, you know, they give you this whole paragraph. I normally wouldn't have given the answer more than a a chuckle, but the quiz topic, I really couldn't shake. Narcissist. A very brief definition I found was a disorder in which a person had an inflated sense of self-importance. So I looked into it a little bit further. Symptoms included an excessive need for admiration, disregard for others' feelings, an inability to handle any criticism, and a sense of entitlement. So then the intriguing study began. How does this happen to a person? I started getting these questions in my mind because if this happens to a person, can it be prevented? Is a person born with a narcissistic personality or what causes narcissistic personality disorder? And is that even a thing? Okay, so someone with, you know, no medical degree. I have a few certifications, but I don't have a medical degree. So someone without a degree. Yeah, no, we go to Google and Wikipedia. So Wikipedia says narcissistic personality disorder is an inheritable psychological condition. Research indicates that a person is more likely to develop it if it occurs in the medical history of his or her family. And common sense would say, oh, maybe it is in the genes. But I looked a little bit further and I went to psychology today and it said narcissism is one of those traits that word, I had to stop there for a second, one of those traits that appears to be programmed into a person's behavior after birth, not before. It's one of those byproducts of constant pre-verbal interactions that can shape our, our adult lives, according to current thought. I looked at a study 
from Brad Bushman at Ohio State University. He says, parents who believe their kids are better, more special, and deserve more than other kids can pass that point of view onto their children, creating young narcissists who feel superior to others, entitled to privileges, according to a new study. Loving your child is healthy and good, but thinking your child is better than other children can lead to narcissism. And there is nothing healthy about narcissism. I found that quite interesting. So to be clear, my conclusion, I'm not an expert by any means. But personally, it looks to me like narcissism is created by, well, I guess it could be several things from my further study. It says it can be childhood abuse or neglect, excessive parental pampering, unrealistic expectation from parents, basically enabling disabled behavior. Very interesting. So in breaking the cycle of abuse, If we're looking at the abuser, we might want to look at how we're raising our children. It's a very interesting thought. It just amazes me. I just, you know, the more I think about it, it's sad how many people a narcissist can harm and not even care. I wonder if somebody who's developing a narcissist realizes how much that abuser can harm so many people around them. Let's look at a picture for a minute. Let's look at a picture of an abusive narcissistic rage. And if you're listening to me and I mentioned something that you are going through, I do urge you to call a domestic violence hotline because we want to help you. A narcissistic and abusive rage may not appear much differently than other sudden outbursts, my friends. At first, when these behaviors occur repeatedly, observers begin to notice the trends and patterns that emerge. I can assure you, some of the most common signs of narcissistic rage include bouts of anger that are disappropriate to the trigger and sometimes bordering on hatred for the victim. You know, occasionally things happened that were completely out of my control. As I state in my book, these were a shoo-in for verbal and physical abuse. On one such instance, my insurance agent actually filed a wrong claim. He apologized for it and no harm was done. I had this matter taken care of way before my abuser got home way before as I would try to get everything done before he would have any kind of time to react. So hopefully there'd be no reaction. So I called my husband. I could tell he was upset, but I let him know everything was taken care of, but he was still fuming mad. I even called my pastor. I was like, I am scared. He is mad. He is going to be so angry when he gets here. And really my pastor at the time, not really knowing everything about our living situation, told me to calm down and that I took care of the situation and everything would be fine. And well, when my husband got home, He had to get his frustration out somewhere. He slammed our apartment door so hard it knocked pictures off the upstairs neighbor's wall. He started yelling at me so loud and uncontrolled. 
I rushed our daughter into her room. He raised his hand to me as if to beat me with full force. I cowered down yelling, please don't. He stood back and calmed down as if the satisfaction of making me cower was enough at the time. Our upstairs neighbor came home and saw the picture had fallen off the wall and he called the landlord. You know, it almost got us kicked out of our apartment, but at that point, it was so early on in our marriage, so I lied to the landlord. The lying was wrong, but for me, the lying was survival. If I didn't fix it, then what would he do? But another example of a narcissistic outburst is a rage that may quickly end, and you better never bring it up again. Anger that results in verbal or physical aggression towards a person, or even property, anger that he or she may harm themselves, frustration that seems to be brought on by the person not getting their own way. You know, most sensible people would think, stop acting like a child. Think about it. Excessive pampering by a parent. Hmm not receiving wanted level of attention or the desired amount of praise. I can tell you that um, my abuser, there was a time he became paranoid all the time. And as I studied um, on narcissistic personalities, that is a huge trait, paranoia. If he thought someone looked at him wrong or if they looked at him and then looked away and, and started talking to someone else as if they were a avoiding him or talking about him, his paranoia worsened. And I would have to say 100% of the time, if somebody looked at him, they just smiled and looked away because he wasn't very approachable, but they weren't sitting there talking about it. But he thought they were. You know, his paranoia worsened after I started attending a Bible study. No one was talking about him at this Bible study, but I was always blamed for other people making him feel talked about. I couldn't control how other people used their facial expressions. I just could never measure up to him. I didn't understand what he wanted from me. That unrealistic expectation of, I'm in a situation where I cannot win. I always felt that way, especially towards the end. Irritability triggered by being criticized by maybe one of his family members or a co-worker. If he got caught in a lie, Katie barred the door. If he felt out of control, it was awful. The outside observer may struggle to understand the connection between triggers and angers, especially since the narcissist will likely blame other people in situations. Careful attention and analysis will point to signs of narcissistic rage. So here are some signs. These are some flags here. Calling someone names or putting people down. Someone down. Sister putting you down. Shouting and cursing. Making threats of harm or self-harm. Extremely jealous. Every phone in my home was hooked to a computer system. Every phone call in and out was tracked and announced. Every word on an email or password I put into an, a computer program on a website was logged on a program on our computer that he installed to use information against me. He would say, 
Tina, is your password XYZ? And I would say, yes. How did you know that? Really, I didn't care. I didn't hide things from him, but I thought it was weird and eerie. Well, come to find out, he had a program. It made him feel superior and one-up. Keeping someone away from their family, their friends, and their support system. We moved far away from my support system, and he tried to convince me I didn't have anyone who supported like he supported me. What I learned from that experience, right before a lion goes in for the kill, remember this guys, right before a lion goes in for the kill, he'll isolate his prey. And I believe that's what he was doing. Throwing things around the house at another person. I know we've mentioned this, but it's so important. This was an occurrence that happened all the time, and it started happening even in front of the kids. I mentioned in my book, if the dinner was too hot or too cold, the entire meal got thrown on me and the kids. The entire meal. And move on to what is narcissistic injury because I really wanted to figure figure this whole piece out and share with you my findings. So I guess narcissistic injury occurs when a narcissist thinks their self-esteem or self-worth is threatened in some way, shape, or form. The narcissist's false self is exposed, maybe, causing distress that leads to this rage. So, so this trait really does not surprise me because I've always said bullies are cowards. I've always thought narcissists were big bullies. That's what I've always called them. And bullies are cowards. But listen to this. Narcissists are extremely sensitive individuals with very low self-esteem. When their shortcomings are pointed out, they become defensive and frustrated. Interesting. Their delusions of grandeur are put on display and their inadequacies are enlightened. So interesting. More red flags to watch. They don't get their way even if what they want is unreasonable. They feel that they've been criticized even if it's constructive or said kindly. Everyone can use coaching. Everyone can use constructive criticism. That's what grows us and stretches us and you know none of us are right all the time. Hate to break it to you but you're you're wrong sometimes. I'm wrong sometimes. But that shouldn't throw us into a tailspin. We should want to be pushed forward. We should want to be coached. We should want to be stretched. But if you're an and a narcissist or an abuser you don't you don't want to be remember that that's a trigger actually if they're not the center of attention my abuser could pray the entire bible eloquently in front of the entire church get in the car and throw the biggest fit on the way home another trigger is they're caught breaking rules and not respecting boundaries if you know me my boundaries are huge and i'm here to tell you if you don't respect my boundaries you're probably no longer in my circle i don't care who you are and it's okay my boundaries are non-emotional and firm period and it's okay to have those Another trigger, they're held accountable for their actions. Their idealized self-image was harmed in some way. But in the case of my abuser, he made sure 
I knew he'd gotten away with everything but murder. He didn't care about dying, and he told me he never saw himself living past 30. Fact, he died at 29. If anyone confronted my abuser, I paid the price because I must have told them something. Actually, that never was the case. People started to figure him out all by themselves. My countenance was falling, but no words. People started coming to me, asking me, hey, Tina, you okay? And I, my eyes would just fill up with tears. I'm okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I was not good. Many were gracious and just okay and some confronted him narcissists also if they feel out of control in their surroundings can i tell you after my strategic escape my abuser he stalked me he hunted me down to take my life he rented a rental car he put identifiers in a strong box in the front of that rental car he changed his hair he constantly called hung up just to let me know that he knew where I was when I walked into a building he'd call when I walked into a home he'd call he threatened suicide he destroyed our home in a fit of rage including a spray paint can in every room spray painting my name and profanities all around it destroying everything we own slicing up our our leather couches just fits of rage. You can just imagine what, what the home looked like. This is not a complete list of triggers. This is not a complete definition by any stretch of the imagination. This is just bringing awareness. If something like this has happened in your home, I'm just going to give you a few more examples of some things that could happen. Is there a smudge on a glass? So he decides to break all of them. Punches a hole in the wall because the child didn't finish first in the race. Verbally abuse for hours because you did not clean to his standard. My older kids will tell you right before daddy got home, it was cleanup time. We all hustled. Slashes tires of the person at work who received the promotion because he didn't. Or maybe she won the vehicle in the divorce. Being physically and sexually abusive and threats of violent abuse repeatedly being unfaithful. My husband had seven or eight affairs that I know about. I can't imagine the ones that I don't. And I'm talking about my late husband. Playing mind games and making you doubt yourself. Do you doubt yourself sometimes? Do you have to convince yourself that this really happened? Or did this really happen? That is how a narcissistic abuser gets in your head but there are people that believe you I want to reassure you of that of course degrading someone or being verbally or emotionally abusive distorting the situation and shifting the blame to paint themselves as the victim <laughs> that happens all the time being controlling domineering jealous or possessive having unpredictable blow-ups mixed with kindness and affection. How confusing is that? Okay, this list, and I'll probably publish this list either on the Shine Boutique app or on the Facebook page, which you can get to from the Shine Boutique app. More red flags. These are real quick bullet points. Lack of compromise. Subtle control, such as strongly encouraging you to dress a certain way. Guilt tripping. Behavior that pressures you in to things. 
having a confrontational attitude, unreasonable statements about how much they deserve and what they deserve, feeling as if the whole world is against them all the time, denying their behavior. The only one they turn to is their mom, no matter how old they are lack of respect for your feeling, lack of trust in you, sarcastic comments that downplay his jokes, extremely jealous, builds you up, calls you his queen, then breaks you down and repeats the cycle over and over again, lies hides money when you make more. Statements like, if you loved me, you would XYZ. Sabotaging your friendships, again, that's isolations, breaks all your boundaries, does not take responsibility for their actions. As a matter of fact, everything that they've done to you, they say you're doing to them and is constantly checking in, needing to know where you are at all times. And the first thing they do when you leave is turn off all location and all home cameras so you don't know what they're doing and where they're at so they can be suspicious. Narcissists want to be given power, but no responsibility. To be special, but not singled out. To be left alone, but not abandoned. To be needed, but not relied upon. To achieve, but not to earn. Everything a narcissistic abuser wants is a contradiction. I hope you can take away something from this podcast today.